0: so uh it sounds like uh game shows are really the only thing keeping all of us sane during this (laughs) um very tumultuous time um yeah i mean we it's been a while like um since our last recording uh we did um inside man which felt like feels like I don't know five years ago
1: at this point it it was so long ago
2: it was so so long ago that I now have a dvd of inside man 2 which stars none of the original cast has nothing to do with spike lee and I still haven't watched it because I can't bring myself to watch it you you sent
1: us a picture of that and then I imd beat it and I I still cannot believe that it's actually a movie (laughs) (laughs) like the, the main star is kim from better call saul
2: oh my god oh what oh yeah okay well maybe uh, i'll figure out a way that i can share the dvd with you both and we can watch it together
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah um that sounds interesting um but also oh god why yeah yeah no, I, <laughs> why, why is that a thing <laughs> Um, but yeah, what was uh the floor is or I think it's just floor is lava, not even the floor I, I think it is the floor is lava <laughs> no I no, think it's, it's floor, floor is lava. just floor is lava because every time I hear it, I'm like,
1: why wouldn't you say the floor is lava? That's literally what it's always been called, <laughs> <Yep>. but <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting it wrong. I have watched every episode. <laughs>
2: Well, the contestants say the floor is lava, but this it, show is it, except there's lava. not,
1: there's, <laughs> there's one set of contestants and Steph and I have been like laughing about this for like a week now where like they're prompt, the contestants like don't, don't touch the floor because the floor is, and they all shout lava. Well, there's <laughs> one where the contestants go, the floor is hot. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, oof,
2: oof, oof. yeah. Yeah.
0: I like, um, I don't know what it is about, like, I just feel like the show, like, when I first started watching it, I was like, I feel like, at least in the first couple episodes, I was like, everyone here. Seems like they probably voted for Trump. Like it's all like it's all like it was like youth pastors
2: and like uh, like military folks. And I was just like, I, I feel like these people were probably Trump supporters. Well, I, having lived in Southern California for so so many years, I know exactly where they did the co- casting calls in San Diego. And I, I think they're not Trump voters. They're just people who don't bother to vote.
1: Oh God, yeah, that uh, actually makes a lot more sense to yeah. me. <laughs>
2: I was like, I know where they recruited all of these people.
1: <laughs> but there are some later episodes where there's people who, you know, like, like either didn't vote or like voted for a third party candidate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either of you voting for um, Kanye, you know, since he's running oh, for God. president. apparently. <laughs> Uh, yeah that was like um uh, that like started out like ridiculous and then it just got like really just like sad it was just like it, yeah. um, it's, it's so sad now I, uh, yeah honestly I like I earnestly like just really hope he gets some help because um yeah, yeah so mental ridiculous. health shit is like <laughs> yeah. it's 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 hard shit to deal with and um yeah I hope he gets some help but like please just like don't run for president Kanye yeah, like please, don't do that please don't nobody needs that nobody. Wants that, like it's just it's not what we need at all. <laughs> um and uh oh supermarket sweep is on Netflix. Oh man.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which like I remember watching that like so much as a kid because it was like on that, like I mean, I didn't have like we really didn't have like cable until I was like 16 or like it's like 15 or 16 growing up. And so like there was like that one channel that was like, I think it was called PAX for a while, and then it was like called like arc or something like that. It was like a really weird, like I'm pretty sure it was like owned by like Christian people. And I and it was like everything on the channel was like geared towards people who were like at least fifty five. Um because it was oh, like minimum, yeah. It was like Diagnosis Murder would play on there all the time. Whoa. Um Touched by an Angel would play on there all the time. And then like Supermarket Sweep would play on there sleep. all the time. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> right. like, in, in Episodes of Touched by an Angel and Murder, she wrote. Supermarket Sweep. Uh, yeah. We watched like one episode of it last night, and I was so flooded with the nostalgia, but I was also just the hairstyles and the clothes. I was yeah. like, this is the most 80s thing I have ever seen in my life. Oh my god! It's gosh. also just a cavalcade of of product placement. Like the 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 show exists for product placement. It's so, right. so they can say Tide as many times as they can. Yeah. Or like yeah. Chips Ahoy or Doritos.
0: Oh my god! I saw like wh- there was like one uh, thing on there. I forget what the question was, but it was like the different answers that you could select from was like um, it was Mel Gibson, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Scott yes. Baio and then uh, John Stamos and it was it, like it oh was, poor John poor John like grouped in with these like complete shit bags
1: it, it, it was Hollywood hunks yeah. so was the category I know exactly because that was the same episode I just watched and I was like oh the, poor John Stamos poor like, John Stamos. all of those shit bags <laughs> to be fair this was long before we knew about Mel Gibson.
0: Oh, yeah, it was before we knew anything about any of them other than, like, the movies that they were in. Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched one episode and I realized that I'd never actually seen it in color because we watched it on our black and white, like, bunny ears TV. Oh, so it's like, it's a whole different experience when seeing it in color. <laughs> like,
1: it just the pastels are real now.
2: Yeah, the yeah. 80s coloring is real. <laughs> Uh well
0: yeah speaking of um old things becoming new again um,
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> nice transition
0: <laughs> uh, we watched the old guard um which is a Netflix original movie um it is yeah it uh, it's a story of a bunch of immortal people who um who are pretty much throughout time like just fucking shit up <laughs> <laughs> in both good and bad ways <laughs> um i feel like that's really the most we can say without really kind of just diving into the movie because that's really the pre- like that's really like the basic is um they're immortals and they're badass um and they're also a lot of most of them are queer which is also
2: dope it's yes. <laughs> so cool Yeah. I, I had no idea what the movie was about when I hit play. I just saw that it had come on Netflix. So I was like, oh, awesome. I'll watch this. And I knew the director's other movies. She's known for making these like small, intimate dramas, and within like two minutes, I was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> like, what <laughs> is this movie? In two yes! minutes, like
1: Charlize Theron is going full John Wick on people?
2: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The
0: director is uh, Gina Prince Bythewood or Beethwood. I'm sorry, sorry. I think Bythewood. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, what she did, what like, The Secret Life of Bees. And um, um, um loving love basketball. And basketball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is just like uh yeah. It, it, so this is um kind of like everything that uh I needed right now, like yes. in this moment of the world of like a, a movie uh directed by a black woman, like that's like uh about like immortal queers kicking ass. Kicking like ass throughout <laughs> the
2: millennia. I'm like, yes, yes,
0: can
2: this please be a documentary? Like can
0: this be? Real? <laughs> Like, I would love if this just became, like, the next, like, fast franchise. Like, I will yes. take ten movies.
1: <laughs> I will take ten of these movies. And a TV
2: show. Like, and... <laughs> I, I want
1: this to be a TV show because it, it's it's so good and it, like, does leave you on that cliffhanger. I mean, we'll get into, obviously, at the end. But, like, this movie is so good and the premise is so badass. And, like, every actor, every character, everything about this movie just kicks so much ass that I want this to keep happening forever.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm with you on that. Can we just throw money at it? Can we start like a f- GoFundMe for <laughs> 10 more movies, please?
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like Netflix is going to keep going with this. I think it like uh became like their like top-watched movie like in record amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um because like literally it has like everything that you could ever want out of it. Like there's like <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I feel like we can just kind of, I guess, get to what happens in the movie. Um, so like, I think that's really interesting cause like the first, like 15 minutes of the movie, like we see like, uh, our main character, like on the ground, like full, like riddled with bullet holes. Um,
2: and then we kind of do like a quick flashback. Um, and yeah, and that's, it's so super smart because you assume that this flashback is going to be like way back in time and they're all dead at the end of the movie. Right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and There's this really smart shot where I was like, Oh, this is definitely Gina where, um, uh, there's a flashlight pointing into Charlize Theron's eye and you and they kind of step in front of it and you see that her pupils don't contract, right? She's like dead, dead, <laughs> like yeah. all the way dead. <laughs> and then later, you know, 15 minutes later, it's revealed, nope, she's still alive. And you see her pupils contract again and she gets up and then they kick some more ass. But I, I just love that really tiny detail of how dead she is, is that her pupils won't contract.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, they are pretty much like the movie starts with that happening. And then it flashes to them getting like this job um, with um, what's his name? Chitwila um, Giafor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the character is uh Copley. C- Copley? Yeah. Copley. Um, and uh, essentially like they've done a job with him before. Um, you know Andy, who is played by uh, Charlize Theron, is like you know we don't do like second times arounds. Um, which um you know we find out later is because you know the whole when you're immortal and you don't age and people see you ten years later and you look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things kind of get suspicious. Yep. Um, <laughs> people have some questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, they go to do this job with Cop- Copley um and it turns out that um they go and they're supposed to be like rescuing um these like um civilians who are being held captive by you know this like insurgent like militaristic group uh, and it turns out that the whole thing is actually just a setup by um Copley and as we, and as we find out later this like uh you know pharma bro um (laughs) 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 named named merrick um to just like to confirm their abilities and then so they can use that um use them to uh you know he he has like that that kind of like oh i'm doing this for the good of mankind but like also if i get like a shit ton of money I get out of it crazy rich while i'm <laughs> yeah. doing it yeah then nobody's
1: gonna be sad that i'm like yeah <laughs>
0: uh and so yeah i i love like the, the like the way that this opens where we right off the bat we get like the um like they're kind of like dynamic as far as like a group where we see that like andy has kind of like uh been off on her own for like a year because she's kind of like worn out of like, you know, she's over it. This life. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It, but also she's like, so cynical at this point. She's like, there's nothing in the world that's worth saving. Like everything's mm-hmm. gone to shit. Like, like I love how cynical she is at the beginning of the movie.
2: I'm, and yeah. I love how that's how we all feel right now. Right. It's <laughs> like the world, the, let it, the f- fucking world burn at this point. right? <laughs> <laughs> and I do, I love to
0: like, we, they, this movie does a really good job of like showing all of these, like, um, like how these characters have moved throughout the world. Like when Andy and Booker first arrive at like the hotel, there's like, you know, these like, Um, you know, touristy white girls who are, like, taking a selfie and, like, much like uh, Beyonce, like, Andy always knows where the camera is. Mm -hmm. And and so
1: she, like, walks over to the girls and she's like,
0: oh, hey, like, I can take that picture for you. Want me to take one for you?
1: This this was one of the first notes that I made was, like, I love how she clandestinely, like, deletes the photo of her and I'm like, she's already a better spy than James Bond. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah she's had a lot longer to perfect the (laughs) (laughs) craft um uh, and then so yeah they like go and they all meet up in the hotel and um this is the part where i was like i was watching it and i was like i was tara i just want to know like were you okay um watching charlize theron eat baklava I just I just want to know if you were like if you
1: like
2: I was like, like I'm going to watch this scene in slow motion later yeah. by myself.
1: <laughs> You're not the only one.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. That was yeah. That was definitely uh, uh, sensual to say the least. Yes.
1: <laughs> one, of, one of the other first notes I wrote down was Charlize and that boy cut. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. that, that that short hair. Like my God, she looks amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah she looks immortal right like he did a really good job right, making right. her like both butch and feminine watching her eat that baklava mm. uh, yeah
0: where it's like yeah she's like lived through like so many different like you know like waves of like fashion and you know right. all of these things where she's just like yeah like I know who the fuck I am and I'm just gonna like be me I'm just gonna do it <laughs> exactly
2: oh it's so awesome
0: <laughs> uh and uh, I God I want uh, I want Charlize Theron, Keanu Reeves, and Halle Berry to like be in an action movie oh, together oh, like so
2: badly <laughs> like I really want that to happen. <laughs> Middle-aged hot people kicking ass together. <laughs> like, yeah. Like- <laughs> 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 um. So yeah, they go and they're
0: um they're going off to the mission. Um, And I just, yeah, I love to like, when you get this, like um, all of these like mixes of like, you know, they're like um, working with like C4, but then they have like, Uh, you know, weapons that are like older than most of the, like the names of most of the countries that they're flying over. Like, yes, (laughs) (laughs)
1: like
0: they've got like all these like ancient swords and then like C4 and machine guns. And like,
2: (laughs) So again, I went into this not knowing anything about it. And so I was like, why did they have like swords? Like, this is stupid. You know, in my head, I was saying that I'm like, they have these like medieval and like, you know, crusades era weapons. And I was like, this seems a little silly. Oh wait, they were in the crusades. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> Especially the, like my favorite relationship in this movie is the two guys, uh, like Hot Jafar yeah. and, um, and Joe and
2: Nikki. Yeah, Joe yeah. and Nikki.
1: <laughs> where like there's this amazing scene where like. They were talking about like they met in the Crusades and they were like, like, this is the man I was taught to hate. And now, like, I love him more than anything. Like, it was, it's so cool. I just love that these were like guys who were like fighting each other in the Crusades. And now they're like the most loving couple.
0: Yeah. And I think that like uh, one of the things that I noticed that uh, because this is like my second time watching it because... Um, I watched it like when it first dropped and then I was like oh yeah we definitely need to do this for mm-hmm. the podcast <laughs> like if there's any movie that we like need to come back from like our little mini hiatus from it should be this one because it uh, makes the
2: world seem <laughs> worth living <Yeah. laughs>
0: Uh, But I love, like, like, particularly, like, when they're fighting, you see, like, how well, like, the entire team fights together, but, like, particularly, like, Joe and Nikki, Nikki. like, have so many, like, cool combo moves that they
2: use together. And that they set each other up for such awesome, like, fight choreography. It is so fun to watch oh my gosh i I like watched a couple of that first fight scene where they're they're in the trap like i watched it like three times over and over again to be like how did they do that physically oh now i get it
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah and i i love like i love because when i right after like the the trap is sprung and they like, you know, get the fight their way out of it. Um, and they're like on the train. Like I, you know, Joe and Nikki are like kind of like cuddled up. And I was like, Oh, like the first time I watched it, I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like, but also was like, this is probably the most we're going to get out of, you know, seeing them actually be in a relationship together.
1: And I was like, so glad that I was wrong about exactly. that. Oh, I know. <laughs> so much <more> to come. <laughs> I was I was thinking the same thing, like in that train where I was like, Oh, that's cool that they're together. And then like, oh, that's probably all we're gonna get. But then like, it's so much more. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: that it's such a lovely way to introduce right that they are a couple, right? It's it's nonverbal, it's visual, it's just part of the background. You know what I mean? That it's it's um it's it's normalized in a yeah. lovely way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, yeah, kind of around the same time, um, while they're on that train, um, or kind of like while that trap is being sprung, we meet um, who's pretty much like our uh, our main character, uh, who is Niall Freeman, um, played by Kiki Lane. Which oh god, I love her so much. Yeah, she's awesome. She's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she is, um, you know, fighting uh, in Afghanistan and. Um, you know, she is going into like this, uh, small village and they're trying to track down like this guy who's kind of been leading this terrorist group. Um, and they go in, they find him. And when they do, he like ends up like slicing open her neck. Um, and she, while there, um, while that is happening, um, and they're on the train. They start having dreams about what just happened to uh, to Nile, uh, and then we find out that Nile is the newest group of the newest immortal. Um, that's like just been like coming to the world for like the first time in uh, a few hundred years.
2: Yeah, and that scene, wow! I, like in comparison to other kind of us. Uh, on the ground fighting in Afghanistan directed by a black woman versus how it's usually directed. So smart. It's all female Marines of color. They are going in they're like respect first. Right. And they say, yes, of course, doesn't hurt to say it. Right. And everything is done like a, it's just rendered in a completely different fashion than kind of how we usually see portrayals of American troops in Afghanistan. It's, it's so well done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I and I, I
0: I love that that kind of uh, it's. A, I think it's a really smart way too of um, putting us in a uh, or, or giving us a, an idea of why um Niall is kind of like immediately able to be a badass yes she's already a warrior
2: rather than one of us becomes immortal and we're like oh now we have to train for 200 years (laughs)
0: exactly yeah we don't have to go through like a training montage so yeah I I think it's like all around it's like really just like such a, a a smart way and again I know this is like a um Uh, a comic book series before so i'm not sure how much of that is like already in the lore of it of like if if it is just like always kind of like warriors who are you know imbued with this power but um as far as like watching it with like fresh eyes it was like a really smart way of like you know being like okay we have someone who we can immediately kind of like knows how to work in a team like knows how to like you Mm -hmm. know like be a badass like can like wreck shit on her own but also like is really good at, you know, working in conjunction with other people. So. Yes. And
2: can work as part of a unit, right. As like exactly. a, a small unit. And, and I love how they set up, <clears throat> excuse me, that she has that with her fellow Marines, but then the moment they see that she's, there's something weird about her, they all kind of turn her, their back on her and it's done so smartly again, non-verbally. And all she has to do is go back and her stuff has already been packed up by everyone else like get out and i think that that was really smartly done it also helps understand why she would leave everyone she knows and loves (laughs) to be with these total strangers (laughs) right why she needs to find a new team
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) well well, well, this movie is just a much better version of highlander because highlander like like the whole first act of highlander is like this same thing where like duncan mcleod like uh Or is it Connor McCloud? I can never remember which one is the TV show and which one is the movies. Um, But McCloud like gets killed essentially in battle, and then when he comes back, his whole village is like, "Oh no, get out of here! This is witchcraft!" But but in this movie, it's done so well. Whereas in Highlander, it's done so so badly.
2: Gosh, I haven't (laughs) seen that movie since I was a kid.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah. Don't go back. Don't go back.
2: (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so Nile is introduced, right? Uh, and the scene where uh, uh, Andy is taking Nile back to meet the whole team, and they have that fight on the aircraft is so awesome. Where it's yeah. like two badass women fighting each other.
1: Uh-huh. That, that was another thing I made a note about because I love those types of like close quarters fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Like it's done really well in captain America. It's done like a bunch of times in James Bond where they'll have them in a train compartment. They have like fights like this, but like in the back, that plane was like such a like, like frenetic and like energized, like such an awesome, like close quarter fight scene.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I love to like how, you know, just before that, when Andy is, um, You know, first takes her and like she's like just answers all of her questions. It's not like super cryptic things. And like she's just like, you know, uh, Niall is just like, so like what's going on here? And he's just like, yeah, so you're an immortal. There's like four of us. We've been, you know, doing this for a while now. And, yeah, where am I going? Oh, we're going to take you to France. Um, we're going to go meet up with the other people, the other immortals. Uh, any other questions? Like, it was it was just, yep. like, <laughs> like I, I, just, I just love, like, that. Like, I, I, anytime, like, I just, I don't know what it is, but, like, anytime the characters are just, like, cool. Like, here's the situation, and this is what's going to happen. And because, like, I feel like there's so many times there's so much, like, forced um yeah yeah (laughs) force like force tension or force conflict with like people like you know kind of like saying things and it's like when when it works like excuse me um you know and it works like when it's like the characters are actually like enemies and things like that but like i i like the whole thing when like things that are going unsaid that could very easily just be said or <laughs> <Yep. laughs> <laughs> not being said to, like, make things, like, feel more tense. I'm just like, it just annoys me. So I'm like, I was so glad when it's just like, yeah, no, we're just going to clear everything up for you, let you know exactly what's happening right now, and we're going to go forward. <laughs> and
2: and here, here, now we're moving forward with the plot. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that one of the one of the big ones that was, like, a good moment for that, that, like, normally would have been, like, a, weird shady backstory that like no one ever really got the full like account of was um the whole thing with Quinn um Quinn and Andy how um again like this is one where they don't really show it as much but it's like yeah they were obviously like
1: in love with each other it's so well like Directed and like shot to a point where like you get that without them having to explain anything about it and Mm -hmm. it's just it's the best like show don't tell and they leave but they also leave enough of a mystery there that you're so intrigued moving forward it's so well
2: done. (laughs) Yes, and I want the movie which is the flashback to them kicking ass for a millennia together. Like I want that as a whole. I don't know like nine book series, please. Or like (laughs) can can I I will pay for that, please. (laughs) Give here's my money. Take it, make it, please.
0: Yeah, and I just, like, oh, my God, like, that's just, like, such a terrifying, like, concept, too. Like, um, so, like, you know, they, like, find out because they've lived through, you know, all of these, like, millennia um, that, you know, they, you know, lived through, like, the witch trials. And, of course, you know, two badass women who, um, you know, are extremely powerful um as obviously a threat um and (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then like when you can't kill them then of course that just means that just confirms that you know they're wicked and evil and um and so like the the punishment like the eventual punishment for quinn is just like so terrifying like Being like locked in that Iron Maiden and like dropped into the bottom of the sea, just like to drown drown and like over and over over and over and
1: over over again for like eternity for for just like years to just like come alive and drown and come alive and drown like ah, it's so horrible. Yeah,
0: and then like when they like show it, like when they show it, like too, it's just like. Like you just feel like so like I, I and not please excuse like the i don't know like i I don't know if it's a pun but like the sinking feeling um <laughs> <laughs> that that it, that it gives you like of like watching like her like screaming like the air bubbles like with her face like up towards like the holes and like the iron maiden mm-hmm. and then like falling back as she like dies, dies. Yes. and then like the bubbles like coming back in her face, like coming back and reemerging to like the top of like that iron maiden. it's just like, Oh God, it was so like, so well done. So like, just like, yeah, just like you just feel for her so badly.
2: I've had that exact same sinking feeling. You're totally right that just describing it exactly because it's so tactile and you can imagine it happening to yourself, right? Like how excruciating that experience would be. Everything about this movie is all about like getting the tactile quality of this world right. The fight action scenes, the kind of relationships between them, ah, it's so smart. Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, uh, it turns out that um you know, After that happens, we we have, um, you know, Merrick who comes for um, them while um, Andy and um, Niall are kind of like away. She's explaining what happens. Um, And Merrick, uh, or well, Copley, I guess, in this uh, comes for um, them all, but only gets Joe and Nikki. Um, And so this is where we get, like, again, like we get to see like the full, like, like, Uh, uninhibited like badassness of like Andy in this moment where Mm -hmm. um, like uh, Booker is still healing and so he can't really do anything yet Um, like she tells Niall to kind of like wait for her signal and then like goes goes out and then like Commences like taking out like a dozen guys just like by herself
2: with with an axe, yeah, <laughs>
1: or a sword. I think she's a sword in that. No, yeah. It's an axe. She has an axe. Oh, maybe in that scene she's using a sword, but like her her go to weapon, like the one that she's been carrying around for like centuries, is this really cool like Nordic looking axe. Yeah,
2: that, oh, God of the Axe looks so dope. Like. Yeah. And the fight scene she does, where she's wielding it are so well done. They're so smartly done. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so and, and I like the running joke of, like, well, wait for Andy's signal. And it's like, well, how will we know? And Booker's like, you'll know. <laughs> right?
1: know. And then, like, an entire wall blows up, and they're like, okay, well, I okay, guess that's, signal. that's the signal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, oh, this movie's so good. I want to be watching it right now.
1: <laughs> Can we talk about Merrick for a minute? Um, oh, oh, God. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I love how... Like, the douchey pharma bro is the main bad guy. I I love the casting. Did either of you uh, recognize? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. The Ballad of Buster
1: Scruggs, yeah. Not only Ballad of Buster Scruggs, like, he's the actor in Ballad of Buster Scruggs, but he's also from Harry Potter. He's he's Dudley.
2: He's Dudley from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. (laughs) And and he plays that, like, okay, well, he's British, so he must be the villain, right? Straight up. (laughs) He's like comic book joke level, like cartoonish in a wonderful way, right? He's got his like hoodie and a suit jacket. Oh
1: my god, I wanted to talk about his blazer hoodies. (laughs) (laughs) They are like custom made. Like it's not a separate hoodie and blazer. It is a blazer hoodie. The hoodie (laughs) is like a part of the jacket itself. I was looking very closely because such
2: smart costume I I was so (laughs) perplexed
1: by this piece of clothing. That like, and he has so many of them and they repeat like all, like it's like his whole image is the hoodie blazer. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. well, cause that's, that's like that thing that like so many of those, like, you know, tech pharma dudes, like where they like, you know, just like want to be like, you know, like the chill guy, but it's like, also like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, um, what's his name? Like, uh, I don't know. I think it's like either Mark Zuckerberg or one one of them, like, you know, wears like just like white t-shirts, but they're like, $500 t-shirts yes. you know it's <laughs> yeah. like it's just like shit like that where it's like oh yeah like the most like simple basic like looking type of shit but it's like also costs like more than most people make in a year like mm-hmm. like they, like and, and so it's just like shit like that where <laughs> it, that's like portrayed so well in that like yeah that like suit hoodie like that blazer hoodie combo like where it's like oh yeah, yeah I'm, like, I'm just like a chill guy but like also I'll end your life with my checkbook
2: And I've had this custom, this insane costume custom made. (laughs) (laughs)
1: What what was super distracting for me, and this is going to be something that's like that only I would notice or people who have my job (laughs) and work here (laughs) is that... Merrick is also the name of a civil engineering and survey company in Denver. So every time they were like, <laughs> Merrick, was like, oh, Merrick, I, they do good work. Anytime I'm finding their pins, they're usually in the right place. Like, <laughs> even, even the logo was so similar to yeah. Merrick's, like
2: Merrick survey's actual logo. It was so
1: wild to me.
2: <laughs> I love it that you're, you're the company that you work with all the times, actually, the supervillain Big Pharma, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and I, I also like the um, the doctor who's in charge of performing all of the experiments. You know, who's trying to fight crack their genetic code, and there's this really great line where. It's like, well, they, you know, demonstrate that they can be stabbed, stabbed, stabbed and heal. And he says, well, what do you see? And she just says, the Nobel Prize, right? Yeah. For her, like her motives are real clear. <laughs> right? <laughs> and that, um, you know, she's going to be helping humanity. And I think it's... Um, Nikki, who says, Yeah, I've heard that justification for millennia. You know, like, yeah, yeah way to try and justify it, but it's still immoral. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's this is probably one of the few movies where I've heard someone say that someone else's action is immoral, right? Like, that's something that really doesn't get said very often. <laughs> 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 I was like, Yay! <laughs>
0: Um, but I would like to, I'll, uh, rewind just a bit because I feel like, um, this moment where Joe and Nikki are in the back of this, yes. you know, armored van. Oh, it's so
1: truck. great.
2: What is it? Your boyfriend?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're a child, an infant. Your mocking is thus infantile. He's not my boyfriend. This man is more to me than you can dream. He's the moon when I'm lost in darkness and warmth when I shiver in cold. And his kiss still thrills me even after millennia.
2: His heart overflows with a kindness of which this world is not worthy of. I love this man beyond measure and reason. He's not my boyfriend.
1: He's all and he's more.
0: Incurable romantic. And then I love how, like, at the end, they're all just like, um, when they, when Joe and Nikki like start kissing, and they're like, "Oh crap! Oh no! Like, gay shit! Oh no! Not <laughs> gay! Not not
1: gay things!" Like, <laughs> they're like ripping them apart, it's and they're like, ripping them apart. But then the best part is like that that armored truck like pulls into its final destination, and they open the back, and Nikki and Joe are just there. And all those dudes are dead, <laughs> but Nikki <laughs> yeah. and Joe are still like have their like hands cuffed behind their backs. They're like, "Hey, what's up?"
2: Yeah. And they make all kinds of jokes about getting on the plane. They're like, hey, hey, check it out, Nikki. There's a, there's a, there's a TV on this plane, right? Like they are not worried. Yeah. <laughs> <They are> not. <laughs> but going back to the kiss, so I, I did read about read up about this that the, um, the author of the comic wanted this scene to happen in the movie so badly that he wrote it into his contract that it had to be shot. The kiss. Scene. Oh, that's and awesome. The declaration that's so cool. of love. Yeah, and apparently in the comic that declaration of love is like three more pages long. <laughs> they, they did trim it. <laughs> um, but that for the author, it was like, this has to be in the movie, right? That, that this is, you know, there's no, there's no cutting this out, which I thought was really lovely, which makes me want to read the comics all the more. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I,
0: um, <laughs> so after they've been taken in, um, Copley is kind of like, or Copley, I don't know. I can't, copley i'm pretty sure it's copley all right anyway uh chiwetel, <laughs> <we go>. chiwetel.
1: <laughs>
0: um is uh you know he's kind of been going through and looking at andy's history uh and kind of like uh, one of the things that always gets me is like those like old-timey photoshop things where um like no matter like <laughs> no matter like how like I well done quote unquote they, no, they look are terrible. Like, they, all, they always like just <laughs> still out of place like just like <laughs> there's just like, you can never really get that like full like you know like I don't know what it is but like you know, like the grain or whatever, like of like, just like that, like that time period is like so hard to replicate. But like, it always just like, it always is just like that one face always just stands out of like, Oh yeah, no, that's, that's definitely doesn't belong there. Yeah, <laughs> I, the one that is like, clearly
1: Photoshopped in there. Yeah. yeah. yeah
2: so it's just, like <laughs> pasted on the body of someone else. It was, That was actually the one like record scratch moment I had in the movie. Where I was like, <laughs> okay, I can do Photoshop better than that. Like, is this intentional? <laughs> <laughs> right? like, yeah, I send it, to me, I'll do this in the future for you. I can put the green <laughs> texture in, <laughs> like, I can fake a historical photo better than this. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, we like we find out that, um, you know, what we'll, so after we find out that, um, Booker has, you know, was like the one that betrayed everyone, um, which is like found out by. Um, by Nile because when she she's like gonna go like say like go meet go back with her family to kind of like I guess like say one last goodbye um, and she finds out that the gun that Andy gave her uh, is filled with blanks um, and so she realizes that Booker is actually setting them up um and Booker thinks he's doing the right thing because um again in another really good like really nice concise piece of storytelling uh we find out that um you know Booker's son like the one child that he's like ever really had um like died of cancer and was like in like at the end's like really like just kind of hated him because um he found out Booker's secret and um wasn't and Booker told him that you know he wasn't able to like, give him what he had, um, which, um, you know, in a moment of, you know, grief and uh on your deathbed, um, probably pretty hard to hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Dad, like, oh, yeah. you're
2: immortal and I'm dying of cancer at 42. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and so, like, he kind of sees himself as, like, doing the right thing by... Um, by providing this like pharmaceutical company with uh you know their their bodies and their DNA to possibly you know create something that might be able to help prolong life um for people. Uh but really he's just selling out his friends and um <laughs> the people that he's been with for you know hundreds of not you know thousands of years at this point. Um And yeah, we find out like from, uh, Copley that, um, you know, throughout time, like people that Andy has saved, uh, have like kind of been like key points throughout history of like preventing like major disasters of developing like achievements that like pushed humanity forward. Um, and so there is kind of like, um, Again, I, I think it brings in like I mean there is already kind of like a supernatural element to it, but I think it brings in kind of like this kind of like, um, this like destiny type of element mm-hmm. of of um, Andy's existence and like what the they do as the old guard like what like what the purpose is which is kind of like throughout the movie what andy's been trying to like figure out of like yes I I, I I i i she's like i don't really care how i'm doing like how i've lived this long i just want to know like why like why am i still here like why am i why have i been able to keep going for this long and um and so like copley is able to kind of provide context
2: and give that answer Yep. And uh, that, that she has like for millennia helped humanity kind of indirectly. It's such a lovely kind of poetic way of doing that rather than it being, you know, Marvel style. I'm, I can put laser beams out of my face and kill the bad guy. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> that, like, <laughs> that it's a, it's a very different way of thinking about saving or helping humanity. Yeah. And I did, I, you know what, for a, kind of comic book movie that's about people with superpowers <laughs> right? Their immortality. I really liked how grounded, and this goes back to um, uh, uh, Prince by the Woods earlier films, how small and intimate and kind of familial it was in tone, as opposed to like, Avengers assemble or whatever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was like the inverse of that, which I really it was, it was a, a refreshing change of pace for this type of action movie yeah
0: um and again like this moment when they all come together and we get the uh also like yes it does have those ones but also has like these like really just like well crafted put together like uh action sequences mm-hmm. that we see like so uh it's like when uh when niall goes in to rescue the rest of them and um you know her and andy like they all are like grouping around andy because at this point um she's stopped healing so it's like kind of like this is her like her time has come she's like no longer um healing and no longer immortal and so like watching them all kind of like again do these like all these like formations and like move through these halls in ways that like uh are again like they're moving as a unit and then also moving to like protect like protect her
1: yeah
2: Yeah. it's so it's it's again in smart storytelling smart smart efficient storytelling the fact that andy can now die raises the stakes for all of that set piece at the end right like the whole ending is around oh my gosh how are they going to get out of this and andy alive
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's not just like we have to like kill and punish dudley it's like we (laughs) we we have to do this while protecting andy at the same time it it adds like such a a new level to the whole thing yeah um
0: and i i I just love like the way that this movie ends of like um like yeah they're like um they they kill the bad guy. I'm like, yes. <laughs> what else are they gonna do? Like, they're they're literally like they've lived for like thousands of years. They've like like I'm sure they've seen like every you know sort of like system of you know punishment or whatever. And they're like, yeah, no, no, this guy this
2: guy needs to die. He needs to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he puts the axe in his neck, and then Nile pushes you know jumps with him out like a you know fifty out story window, building like, or
1: something. And, yeah. and into a car. Like they they like fall into a sports car, which I believe is supposed to be his car. His, car. <laughs> <Yeah>. um,
2: <laughs> his douchey car, which, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: if we were doing this in the James Bond fantasy draft, he would have scored an extra 30 points for the villain <laughs> being killed by his own planner property. <laughs> and, that's a shout out to you, Greg. I know you're listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is like, honestly, I was like, um, This is literally the only time I ever want to see a black woman throw herself in front of a gun and off a building for a white woman. Yes. Like the (laughs) only time I will ever accept this happening (laughs) is the fact that she's immortal. I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, yep. All right. Yep. This is okay. This is the one time (laughs) that that actually (laughs) works.
1: Under these very specific circumstances. <laughs> While we're talking about the ending, can we talk about the actual ending of this movie? Because holy shit! Oh, well, because oh. well, I, well, I was going to talk one. about the
2: punishment first. Oh, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really love that. That again, in smart, efficient storytelling, that they all you know. So the body, the big bad guys, dead. They meet in a five hundred year old pub, and you don't have to have any explanation to know they've probably been coming to this pub for five hundred years, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> right? Just like they really probably
0: like, like yeah, we're at like the grand opening, yeah, big, <laughs>
2: yep, and that you know that this is where they you know kind of go and have a beer um, together over the millennia. Oh, not, not millennia, but hundreds of years. Um, and so they're trying to figure out what to do with Booker, who's betrayed them, and the punishment is so thoughtful and so smart, right? Like we will meet you back here in a hundred years. Cause we know yeah. I will be here probably in a hundred years. And secondly, like you are getting kind of exiled from the group, but not permanently exiled. Yeah.
0: Oh no. And I love to how they bring up, you know, um, Handy's like, yeah, Niall just w- was like an apology. would be but, <laughs> <laughs> but of course she's like new and, you know, she's like still like, you know, <laughs> pretty fresh eyed. And honestly, she's like, she wasn't the one who was like hurt the most by yeah, his betrayal. <laughs> right. so, like, I, <laughs> so like, yeah, while I get like, you know, that, it was a really like little moment of like kindness, but like, you know, they're like, yeah, no, we're, we're going to go a little bit harder than that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I love how he says to, he says, you know, I was expecting more, but hoping for, for less. less. Yeah. yeah. Which was like, uh, such a Oh God, such a lovely. good line, <laughs> lovely, lovely.
2: <laughs> but and you know that again, similar to imagining, um, oh, what is her name? Uh, the one who's in the on the bottom of the ocean floor, Quinn. Uh, Quinn. In the same way, imagining Quinn's punishment, I'm like, oh, Booker's now going to be alone for a hundred years. That's really sad. <laughs> you know, like I feel <laughs> for him, and he's the one who betrayed them. <laughs> so smart, efficient
0: storytelling. Yep. <laughs> And I also love um, how, like, Copley becomes, like, their handler. So, like, oh, that was at the so end,
1: great. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, they're like, um, you know, Andy's like, so, yeah, you have done all this research to figure out, like, you know, all, like, to tie all these links together. So you're going to keep doing that. Um, and you're going to, you know, give us our jobs. You're going to let us know, like, who needs help. Uh, and you're going to send us, like, you know, you're going to, Point us in the right direction, and she's like, Yeah, it's not a request. Like, yeah, so like, somebody <laughs> says to him, like, She's not asking, yeah,
2: yep.
0: <laughs> which is like, it's like, again, it's like one of those things where it is, it is kind of like a punishment for him, but also like, like a perfect, like, like retribution. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a perfect sense of like, okay, like, he actually is like, he actually does, like, he played his part in them getting, um, you know, taken. And now he gets to like help them not only like
2: thrive, but like also like help humanity as a whole, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. And then it gets directed kind of away from his immoral behavior before to a more moral one.
0: Well, because I feel like that, like the whole thing with like Copeland throughout the whole thing is like you can definitely tell that like he's like the only one who's like truly like has like altruistic intentions mm-hmm. about this whole thing. Like, um, you know, he is constantly the person who's like, you know, telling them like, you know, telling Merrick and uh, and the scientists like, you know, like you're going too far with this. Like, why would like you have what you need? Why are you taking more? Like, why are you like why are you continuing this when you know what you have is enough? Um, And so, like, he's constantly that voice throughout the movie. So, like, while he was, like, used and while he did do, um, you know, things that were, you know, bad, that were, like, immoral, he is, like again this is like uh, uh, intent versus impact mm-hmm. uh and so like he was able to like recognize like the impact that he had and actually work to uh correcting it like correcting it and like to go forward while um like paying for you know his part in it.
2: Yeah. And like actually making the world a better place. Right. (laughs) And then he he has a great line where he's like, this is supposed to be science, not sadism. Right. Again, so many great lines in this movie. So many really good lines.
1: What he made me think of more than anything was his character in serenity.
2: Yes, Where I was that he's also. Like, he
1: kind of has this like moralistic obligation, like he's a villain, but he's like a relatable villain. And like he but he's like coming from a like a well motivated place. It, it, like it's all about like, no, like we're trying to make a better world. There's no place for me in the world we're trying to make. Like I'm a monster. Like I really w- related to him in this movie in the same way that I related to him in Serenity.
0: Well, yeah, Colin, you were going to talk about the, the very end. The very end. <laughs> oh, my God. So.
2: <laughs> I, can, I can see the delight on your face, even though I can't see right Even now. though we're on Sunday, we
1: can't see each other. Uh, Booker has been exiled from the group, and we're like, okay, he's getting his comeuppance, and he goes and he has a meeting, and who does he having a meeting with? It's Quinn. No, it wasn't a meeting. It wasn't a meeting. So it was
0: like six months later, he's like drunk off his ass and like she's broken into
1: like his apartment. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. she's just in his apartment, but he like goes in and like, like who is there but Quinn. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) They're like clearly setting up another movie in, in the best possible way where you're like, I cannot wait to see where this is going.
0: Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we have no idea if like yeah, we, like we don't know what Quinn's motivation is, like why she didn't go to Andy. Like, does she feel betrayed? She's probably does never she, met like,
2: Booker because she was at the bottom of the ocean when he became immortal in like the eighteen hundreds. So they probably she, never she's met. She's dreamt
0: about him though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. no, she said that she hasn't met him. Like she said, yeah. oh, she says like it's nice to meet you, That's finally right. meet you. Yes. So yeah, so yeah, she's not met, she hasn't met Booker. And so like, yeah, it's like, I, yeah, yeah, just so many questions now. And it's like such a perfect way to cap off
1: the movie of yes. like, yes, we, we, we want more. Like we, we leave need us more. more,
2: we need more, we need more.
1: <laughs> it, because you're already riding this whole train of like, fuck yeah, at the end of this movie. And then they leave you with this cliffhanger, this like, oh my God, what's going to happen now? It, it's yes. so perfectly done as an action film.
2: Yes, and again, going back to the kind of comic book movie genre, like the post credits, you know, like little Easter egg for the super fans. This is not just that; it is like we want to see that movie now, <laughs> right? Yeah, and exactly. it, it and it it, it um, enhances the story that we just heard and leaves us wanting more. Which you know, again, so many of those, especially in the Marvel ones, where it's just throwaway jokes or like. You know, like okay, did we need that? It feels like an outtake, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> here, it really is integral to the the current plot and setting up the next plot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Um, that is
1: the old guard. Do either of you have any other notes, or uh, I just have stats. All right. Go for it. All right. So this has a, a six point seven on IMDb. It has a seventy percent on uh, Metacritic, an eighty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and a seventy two percent audience Tomatoes. Whoa, that's way lower than I thought it would be. Uh, way it? lower than it should be. Yeah, it deserves hundreds across the board. It just, <laughs> did yes, it
2: does. <laughs> wow, that's a lot lower. I wonder
1: what's think. the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Seventy two really it's Uh. it's 81 from critics and 72 from audiences wow okay Uh, um i don't know i'm just gonna say racism and misogyny i'm just i'm just gonna say homophobia
2: (laughs) and yeah oh yeah homophobia is in there like yeah yeah. (laughs) it's disrespectful whatever it is yeah they wanted they wanted marvel boy fight (laughs) and there are dudes who came here
1: to see Charlize (laughs) theron and they're disappointed that two men kiss
2: (laughs)
0: well yeah have either of you seen atomic blonde yes, yes it okay, was gonna yeah. be my
1: recommendations yes. oh, well, yeah well <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah kick us off Colin so if you like movies where Charlize Theron is kicking ass then you should <laughs> definitely watch atomic blonde um that was a movie I was skeptical about because I I did not care for the trailer but when I saw the movie itself it is so great like uh, it, it's like the best spy movie that's been out in a very very long time. Um, so there's that. If you like Charlize Theron in general, uh, check out the episode of How Did This Get Made on the movie Prom Night Two: Hello Mary Lou, where Charlize Theron is a guest <laughs> and she is so fantastic. She is hilarious. There's a moment where they're talking about this bad Canadian horror movie and how great the lead actress is, and Charlize Theron says she wants to give the actress from this movie her Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we already talked about the Flores lava I've been enjoying that a lot um, but there is a podcast I, I have first of all I took Craig's recommendation I'm listening to the office ladies which is a lot of fun um, but in that similar vein of a uh, TV recap podcast with people actually from the show there is a podcast called the Delta Flyers which is a recap of Star Trek Voyager with Robert Duncan McNeil who played um, lieutenant. Uh, Paris and ah. Garrett Wong, who played here, Ensign here. Kim.
2: Yeah. Huh. And
1: so these two guys who were on Star Trek Voyager are doing a Voyager recap podcast, and it's a lot of fun.
2: Nice. Nice. And maybe the two least interesting characters on, <laughs> <laughs> on Voyager, which is interesting. I'm, but, but I, think I, I like Ensign like, Kim. I do, but he just is given nothing to do for like two seasons. He never gets a promotion.
1: Like they're in the Delta (laughs) quadrant for like ten years, and he's an ensign when they come out. It's it's (laughs) madness. Yeah, it has nothing
2: to do. Um, Yeah, so uh, Atomic Blonde, of course. I think uh, this. What's her name? Charlize Theron broke several ribs in the action scenes for that. For uh, Atomic Blonde, that's how awesome the action scenes are. Um, Obviously, Fury Road, Mad Max Fury Road for more of her kicking ass. I would say maybe Terminator Two in the like you know, women kicking ass genre of action movies and, uh, love and basketball, uh, is a great movie, which I want to rewatch. Um, my sister actually recommended white out, which is a, a comic by the same author, um, of the comics of the old guard comics. And that, um, it's kind of a strong female character for strong female white character, but it's a mystery set in the Antarctic. That's the kind of plot. It's like a lock room murder mystery in the Antarctic, which sounds really good. Uh, I think it's only as a comic now. I don't think they... Oh, no, there is a movie version of it with um, Kate Beckinsale, which I have not seen. But she says the movie's okay. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) Um, And then I was trying to think of, like, if you like this movie, I could not come up with a movie which is so overtly queer, thoughtfully done, and so badass. I can't think of something to point your anyone's attention to like it's on its own and and, and, unless you all can think of anything. I mean, I like, like comics, but like, yeah, not Mm. really big (laughs) budget action movie with, you know, like, you know, top tier stars. Nope. I can't think of anything. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, I feel like uh, maybe like headcanon like Ocean's 8, but like... yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's just, Maybe that's just,
1: Ocean's 8, but yeah. No,
0: so That's just headcan. as far as like the queerness yeah. of it. That's just yeah. headcanon. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's just me
2: being like, oh, yeah, like... <laughs> yep. <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> Watching her get... What's her face? The blonde woman who's in Lord of the Rings get on that motorcycle. Hello! <laughs> 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 what, what, what the heck is her? Kate Blanchett. There we go. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I
0: mean, like... Any you think Kate Blanchett is then. I'm like, oh, I mean Thor Ragnarok. Oh, um, oh my
1: God, Kate Blanchett yeah. and Thor Ragnarok. Yeah,
0: um, and I think that um, I mean I believe that that Tessa Thompson and Tycho have like yep. confirmed that confirmed yes, that Valkyrie is bisexual. Yep, um, but it hasn't been shown on screen at all. So maybe we'll get that in the next Thor movie. Um, but it is and,
2: marvel announced it like
0: yeah this month so it's now official <laughs> so yeah so yeah there there's like i mean again it's not like again it's not very like on screen um but that is canon technically so um yeah um i will also recommend um for more like kiki lane goodness mm-hmm. um if beale street could talk oh yeah um mm-hmm. which okay. just like oh my god like movie is like it's beautiful it's it's heart-wrenching it's like it's just like gorgeously shot it's like everything about it is just like so good um and yeah kiki lane is the um co-star of that movie um which like yeah that, that was the movie like i was just like oh wow like Yeah. She's an actor. Like she is an actor. (laughs) Like it it was just like, wow. Um, So yeah, I'm really excited like for anything that she does, like going forward. Um, Yeah. Can we cast her in everything? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then as far as like um, badass queers in comics, um, there's um, the white trees, which is um, it's only two issues. It's, uh, I think it's written by Chip Zdarsky, um, and, um, oh, 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 it's drawn by Chris Anka and Matt, ah, crap, I can't remember his last name, who did the colors, um, but that is an amazing comic book that's, like, badass, um, let's see, I think um, I haven't really been reading it. It just kind of started, but um, Empire is like a new Marvel event that's happening um, within the um, uh, Empire is Hulking, who is like a scroll um, and he is uh, uh, his boyfriend is Wiccan, who is the son of Scarlet Witch. Um, So Um, that's a whole event that's going on right now, um, with hulking and empire, um, which again, I don't know a whole lot about it right now because I haven't really started reading it. I've been so far behind on comic books, but, (laughs) um, yeah, that's, that's more like queerness and, and badassery. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that seems like a pretty good, uh, solid, Solid set of wrecks for you guys. Um, so thank you all for listening so, so much. Um, thank you for sticking it out with us. Um, uh, let me see here. Yeah, like, if you have, um, you know, the time, the funds, uh, I mean, signing petitions literally takes, like, two seconds. Um, like, donate to um you know some causes as far as black matter matters bail funds are still out there um i'm sorry i really don't have like a comprehensive list on the me ACLU, in front of me right now. ACLU, aclu the aclu
1: is always good southern poverty law center
0: yep yeah um because yeah sh- like the shit is still going on like I, I i know that a lot of um you know things have kind of like reverted back to kind of looking normal on people's social medias for the most part but um yeah, this shit is yeah. nope. it's been going on it's been going on for 400 years and believe me it's definitely not stopping um you know in a month or two months or even a year um like I just really want people to understand that this is something that's going to take time and attention and uh consistent drive and particularly to white people who very often get to kind of Settle back into shit after it doesn't affect them anymore. It can be easy to do that. So um, just remain diligent. Uh, Keep yourselves educated um, because um, unless we're getting paid, like black people are just tired and don't have the time to do that for you. (laughs) Um, So (laughs) um, please take the time to educate yourselves on the issues. Um, Take the time uh, to, um, yeah, do what you can because, um believe me I get it. <laughs> Imagine how tired we are. <laughs> um so <laughs> um please just yeah keep at it um and um yeah I just I just want to like encourage people because um it's 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 fucking rough out here right now and uh this is again something that didn't just start with Trump it's something that's been going on in this country it's what the country was founded on. Um, And um, yeah, I just just want people to understand that and, you know, know where we stand as a podcast because um, if that's something that you're coming around here with, then we're not having it. Like, it's yeah, this is like
1: (laughs) if if you are listening to us and you are on the other side of this issue, then seriously stop listening to this and go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah. On that note, um, yeah. Black lives matter. Black trans lives matter. Um, all of that. Like all of it. Like all every single black life matters. Um, and yeah, if you have anything to say against that, then go refer right. To call, yeah, refer to Colin's <laughs> previous statement. <laughs> all right. Um, you can find us online. We are on social media on Twitter at IWITWT. Um, On Instagram, at that same tag, we have a website, which is IWYTWT.com. You can find both Colin and myself individually on Twitter. I am at Catharticus. I am at Colin Munch. And make sure that you listen to
1: Movie Date Night for the James Bond Yes, the James Bond Fantasy League. Yes. Which we, uh, depending on when this comes out, should be just wrapping up.
0: Yes. And I'm sure Colin did very well because
2: uh, he is our <laughs> James Bond Resident-in-Chief. Expert. <laughs> yeah, expert. <laughs> we hope you represented us well.
1: <laughs> I did my best. I won't uh, reveal on this episode where uh, things finished off just because I want the the actual final episode to come out. But I will I will let you know that I did pretty well.
0: Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening, and you have a wonderful day. Bye!
1: Yay.